I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Tonight for DuPont Circle's annual 17th Street High Heel Race, featuring drag queens in fantastic costumes, we get a live report from WTOP's Dick Giuliano. Some Maryland state troopers accuse the agency of racial discrimination against employees of color. It's all ahead at 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. In the first and only debate in the race for Pennsylvania Governor Democrat John Fetterman, referring to his stroke in May, acknowledges that health challenges knocked him down but vows to keep coming back up. Republican challenger Dr. Mehmet Oz ignored his opponent's healthy, her, her health early in the debate. On abortion, Oz says... There should not be involvement from the federal government in how states decide their abortion decisions. As a physician, I've been in the room when there's some difficult conversations happening. I don't want the federal government involved with that at all. Fetterman replies during the debate aired by News Nation. Roe v. Wade for me is should be the law. He celebrated when Roe v. Wade went down and my campaign would fight for Roe v. Wade and if given the opportunity to codify it into law. Some political pundits are raising an alarm after CBS News looked into the number of Republican midterm candidates questioning the results of the 2020 election. CBS's Allison Keyes reports. The official CBS News count of Republican candidates who have said they believe the election was stolen or have repeated disproven claims of widespread voter fraud includes more than 300 who have raised doubts. Political analyst Larry Sabato says if there was proof to some of it, it would, it would be more understandable. But there isn't. The CBS News count includes 12 out of 27 Secretary of State candidates and 30 out of 36 candidates for governor, Sabato says. They're undermining the American Republic. And could destroy it. Allison Keyes, CBS News, Washington. More on yesterday's deadly shooting at a St. Louis Performing Arts High School. Interim St. Louis Police Chief Michael Sachs says the 19-year-old shooter used an AR-15 style rifle to kill a student and a teacher and wound seven others. He had seven magazines of ammunition on a chest rig that he wore. He also had an additional eight magazines of ammunition in a field bag that he had carried. This doesn't include the number of magazines that he left and dumped on the stairway uh, in the corridors along the way. The shooter was killed in an exchange of gunfire with police. The Biden administration says Russia has given its notice it intends to stage a drill of its nuclear capabilities. Pentagon Press Secretary Brigadier General Pat Ryan. As we've highlighted before, this is a routine annual exercise by Russia. Uh, and so in this regard, Russia is complying with its arms control obligations and its transparency commitments. In a phone call between Britain's new prime minister, Rishi Sunak, and President Biden today, the two have agreed on the importance of working together to support Ukraine and hold Russia accountable for its aggression. On Wall Street, the Dow closed up 337 points. This is CBS News. Whether it's the news, the traffic, the weather, or your COVID-19 vaccinations, it's important to stay up to date. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. It's 9.03 on Tuesday evening, October 25th of 2022. 59 degrees, lows in the upper 50s tonight.
And good evening. I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. It is a sure sign that Halloween is almost here. Tonight, the annual 17th Street High Heel Race in the DuPont Circle neighborhood is going on. It features fabulous costume drag queens every year. And WTOP's Dick Giuliano is there. He joins me live with this report. Dick? Hey, Michelle. I know you've seen the elaborate outfits down here year after year. But indeed, it seems as if it's growing with an element of a parade added. I have to tell you, the crowds are elbow to elbow on the sidewalks of 17th Street from R to P Street and uh, temporary uh, steel crowd control fencing keeps the crowds back off the street, which is the high heel race route. And uh, there are all sorts of costumes. There are chiffon and sequence gowns, costumes illuminated with lights, crowns, headdresses, you name it. Corsets, bustiers, I think they're called. Uh, a real celebratory atmosphere. The mayor here saying, you know, it's such a vital part of community here in Washington. And some of the participants say, Michelle, it's uh, a lot of fun and also empowering for the gay community. Reporting live on 17th Street, Dick Giuliano, WTOP News. It's 9.05. New tonight, Metro has some potentially good news tonight that could lead to less crowded rail cars and you riding the rails to Dulles Airport during the holidays. WTOP's Mike Marillo has that. The Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission has okayed Metro's plan to return 7,000 series cars back to service. This comes after the cars were removed due to the risk of wheels moving on the axle. Metro says gradually returning all the cars to the tracks will help alleviate overcrowding on trains and allow Metro to set a before Thanksgiving opening date for the Silver Lines Phase 2, since more cars are needed to start that service. But Commission spokesperson Max Smith says Metro has more steps to take before the opening of the new leg is okayed. Metro has to carry out its safety certification, uh, and then the WMSC has to concur, and then Metro sets an opening date. Um, that's entirely separate from this 7,000 series return to service plan. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. D.C. Council is putting the finishing touches on a rewrite of the city's criminal code for the first time in more than a century, but differences over a few changes have the mayor's office asking the council to slow down. D.C. Councilman Charles Allen says a committee vote will go through tomorrow. It's had two years worth of uh, time here at the council and three public hearings. There is little controversy over 95 percent. But Mayor Muriel Bowser says the decriminalizing of public news laws and a move that would make all misdemeanor charges eligible for jury trials need to be reworked with the mayor saying that would overburden an already backlogged court system. Police Chief Robert Conte also argues proposed changes to robbery and burglary provisions make the city less safe. There will be implications to community members to our city as a result of that. In downtown D.C., John Dome and WTOP News. Three Maryland State Police Troopers are accusing their Department of Racial Discrimination they're seeking a class action lawsuit on behalf of employees of color. The department is already under investigation by the Federal Department of Justice. This new complaint says Maryland State Police have a long-standing pattern of discrimination through disparate discipline, retaliation against officers making complaints, and denial of promotions. State Police say it can't discuss the legal action, but it says significant actions have been taken and are continuing to address even the perception of racism or unfair treatment of any kind. 
Coming up here on WTOP, after traffic and weather, we're learning more about uh, Metro's efforts to get more rail cars back on the tracks and alleviate some of the crowding we have seen. We'll give you the very latest, talk more in depth about it with NBC4's Adam Tuss. It's 9.07. Oh, hello. Need a health plan that lets a busy family get the most out of their care? Then meet your new kind of friend, Optima Health. With on-demand virtual care and an easy-to-access mobile app, Optima Health offers Northern Virginians round-the-clock options that can keep up with their round-the-clock needs. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your always-has-your-back friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan. Are you a working engineer ready to take the next step to further your career? Earn your master's in engineering from the University of Maryland. World-renowned faculty and state-of-the-art resources in a convenient part-time program with options for learning online or in person. Don't wait to unlock your career potential. Learn more at the University of Maryland's Graduate Engineering Open House on November 5th. RSVP at M-A-G-E undu slash open house. It's 908. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Here's Rick McClure. All right, Michelle, let's take you around the Capitol Beltway. Still holding up nicely for the most part all the way around through Maryland and Virginia at the moment. Maryland, I-270 North on the spur. After Democracy Boulevard, we had one broken down in the right lane. I-95, the BW Parkway, both traveling well. Through Prince George's and Howard Counties. Route 50, no problems there. Still quiet. Had some fog across the Bay Bridge at one point. Be careful over the span. If so, three lanes west and two lanes east. We're checking on a work zone that may have set up near the D.C. line along Kenilworth Avenue at Route 50 near Eastern Avenue, taking two northbound lanes at last check. Over in Virginia, quiet along 66, 395, I-95. Still have the crash investigation going on through Fairfax. Still closing West Ox Road near Penderbrook Drive for a, while, a little while longer. Follow police direction through if you can. Through the district, looks like the volume on the eastbound freeway through southeast is starting to get less and less as you cross the outbound 11th Street Bridge toward the ramp to DC 295 North with a crash in the northbound lanes of DC 295 approaching Pennsylvania Avenue. That was just cleared, but now we're seeing some volume on the ramp to southbound DC 295, so we're checking on that. Northwest, fire department cruiser with the structure fire over in Georgetown happened a few hours ago. That was affecting Wisconsin Avenue both ways between M and K streets. Had all lanes blocked at one point. Now we uh, know that uh, eastbound M Street only has just a single left lane getting you by. Also in Northwest, there's the high-heeled race affecting parts of 17th Street between New Hampshire and New Hampshire Avenue and O Street. So expect uh, street closures for the next hour or so, and you check our website at WTOP.com for complete details. Rick McClure, WTOP Traffic. Here's your forecast from Amelia Draper. Cloudy skies tonight with lows in the 50s and some thick fog developing overnight that will impact that morning commute. Otherwise, starting off your Wednesday with clouds and a passing shower round throughout the day. The risk persists on into the early evening hours with highs in the mid-60s to low 70s. Breezy and cool on Thursday with highs in the 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 59 outside the WTOP studios. Lows in the upper 50s overnight. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 9-11. There could finally be some light at the end of the tunnel for Metro's trouble 
doubled 7,000 series rail cars. Metro's safety watchdog has given the green light to bring all of the rail cars back into service. But there is a catch. Those cars must be rigorously tested, and it's not clear if Metro has the staff. The move is expected to ease overcrowding, and it may open the Silver Line extension to Dulles by Thanksgiving. Dimitri got an update from NBC4 transportation reporter Adam Tuss, starting with an announcement that left people confused. Well, I mean, Dimitri, there's been a lot of back and forth behind the scenes between these two groups, but the short answer here is that this is a positive step forward for getting more of these 7,000 series trains back on the tracks. The Safety Commission is telling Metro that it is allowed to bring more of those trains back on the tracks, granted that those trains that come back are put through rigorous inspection procedures. There had always been some questions about whether or not Metro could bring back more of these 7,000 series rail cars and inspect them at the interval that the Safety Commission was asking Metro to do. Uh, I was talking with Metro's general manager uh, behind the scenes here. He says that they have the staffing and the ability to do this now. So this is a positive step for getting these trains back on the tracks. Does this mean the Silver Line extension will open by Thanksgiving? Well, if you believe everything that Metro is saying, then yes. And as a matter of fact, there's a board meeting this week. I'd be surprised if we don't hear a little more movement about a date for the Silver Line. Uh, I was riding the Silver Line train out to Dallas Airport in Loudoun County with the general manager the other day. I was one of the first reporters to actually get a look uh, at the line out there. And I asked him, you know, what is going to be the opening date for the Silver Line? How close are we? Uh, and he said, in football terms, we are in the red zone. He said, we are talking days and weeks, not months. And that certainly does appear to be the case now. And again, Metro is going to have to make sure it's doing everything it needs to do to bring more of these trains back on the tracks with the proper inspection procedures. So granted, all of that happens, then, yeah, we will be talking about the Silver Line opening to Dallas Airport and beyond into Loudoun County before Thanksgiving. Adam, what warnings and caveats do you have about all this? One of the things that's really developed out of all of this is you see the friction between Metro and its lead safety watchdog known as the Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission. A lot of times both sides seem to be saying the exact same thing, but they're saying it in a way that's kind of adversarial to one another. One thing that Metro and the Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission are really going to have to work on here is their relationship and really pulling together in the same capacity to make sure that Metro becomes the safest and best version of itself that it can be. And if both of those agencies do do that and do stick to the plan, that can happen. And what's a final thought you'd leave us with here? This is big. I mean, this is big for the region. This is something we've been waiting for for a long time uh, for the second phase of the Silver Line to open. It is more than four years behind schedule. It is millions of dollars over budget. But after all of this, uh, people should be able to get on a Silver Line train and head out to Dulles in the coming weeks, it's unbelievable to say that, uh, we'll continue to follow it to see when the exact opening date is going to be. That is NBC4 transportation reporter Adam Tuss. And still ahead on WTOP, we're going to check on the Wizards. They're playing Detroit tonight. It's 914. Make your window treatments beautiful for the holidays with three-day blinds. But hurry, most blinds and shades ordered by November 8th can be installed by Thanksgiving. With over 40 years of experience designing, installing, and manufacturing high-quality window treatments and thousands of customization options, 3-Day Blinds is the name people trust for beautiful window treatments. We'll even send a design consultant to your home free of charge to help you choose the perfect look to fit your style. 3-Day Blinds offers custom blinds, shades, shutters, and drapery. There's no obligation to buy, and we provide a quote the very same day. 
Stay cozy this holiday season by giving your home the gift of new window treatments. Let us bring the showroom to you. We design, we measure, we install, you relax. Book your free in-home design consultation right away as most blinds and shades ordered by November 8th can be installed by Thanksgiving. Visit 3dayblinds.com today and schedule your free in-home design consultation. That's 3dayblinds.com. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now Rob Woodfork. All right, I'm watching Bradley Beal dance on the floor right now. His Wizards up 110-90 over the Detroit Pistons, and you wouldn't tell he left the game with back tightness in the first half. And since returning, he's doing his best work. Uh, the uh, He's put up uh, 13 points uh, on the night, scoring 11 of those since returning from the back injury. I need to take whatever he took <laughs> with the back stuff. Uh, four of nine from the floor. He hit his first three-pointer uh, of the night, uh, adding six assists so far. And the uh, Wizards, uh, getting it, they have the advantage in points in the paint. Uh, they've uh, uh, pretty much dominated the uh, Pistons inside. Uh, Kyle Kuzma. Uh, just got an and one a few moments ago. 21 points to lead all Wizard scores. Uh, five to, in double figures tonight. Uh, the former Wizard, Boyan Bondanovich, with 25 points to pace the Pistons. We are still three days from game one of the World Series in Houston. Business of baseball continues, though. In Miami, the Marlins have hired Skip Schumacher as their new manager. He follows up uh, an 11-year playing career. He was a coach for the last five seasons and now gets his first managerial position. In NFL news, the uh, Chiefs' Frank Clark suspended two games for violating the league's personal conduct policy. Fellow pass rusher Chase Young uh, here in Washington getting much better news as he is expected to return to practice tomorrow. It would be his first uh, action on field since uh, tearing that ACL last season. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. There's a new plan to gradually bring back all of Metro Rail's 7,000 series rail cars in the coming weeks. But those cars will have to go through rigorous safety inspections, and there are questions about whether Metro currently has the staff to do that. Those in charge say there's a chance the Silver Line extension to Dulles and beyond could now be open by Thanksgiving with the rail cars coming back online. There's a debate going on in the close Pennsylvania Senate race tonight. Democratic Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman and Republican Mehmet Oz agreeing to use the closed captioning to ensure that Fetterman can follow the questions. He's recovering from a stroke he had in May. And the 19-year-old gunman who killed two people and wounded several others at his former high school graduated from that school last year. He came back yesterday with an AR-15-style rifle, more than 600 rounds of ammunition, and more than a dozen high-capacity magazines. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's now 9-18. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Back to the traffic center and Rick McClure. No problems on the Capitol, though, as we speak through Maryland and Virginia. Good to go. Maryland, I-270 North on the spur. After Democracy Boulevard, we had one broken down in the right lane. 95, the BW Parkway, Route 50, all checking in as good rides. Had some fog across the Bay Bridge at one point. Be careful. Three lanes west, two lanes east across the Bay. Still checking on that work zone near the D.C. line along Kenilworth Avenue at Route 50, taking two northbound lanes. We believe it's there. Over in Virginia, 66, no problems there. No work zone set up yet. 395, yes, there is a work zone south before King Street. Have a, actually, it's not a work zone. It's a crash reported in the left lanes. Be careful. Stay to the right if you can. No, 95. 
Virginia side, no problems there. We still have the crash investigation going on through Fairfax, still closing West Ox Road near Pinderbrook Road or Pinderbrook Drive. Uh, follow police direction through. And through the district, had volume eastbound on the freeway. It's starting to fade away now as you make your way outbound on the 11th Street Bridge toward the ramp to DC 295 North. The crash was cleared in the northbound lanes approaching Pennsylvania Avenue, but also in northwest. Fire department crews are still with a structure fire over in Georgetown that was affecting Wisconsin Avenue both ways between M and K Streets. In fact, uh, just the eastbound side is mainly affected. Only a left lane gets by. Rick McClure, WTOP Traffic. Now let's check your forecast. Here's Amelia Draper. Cloudy skies tonight with areas of fog and lows in the 50s, mid-60s to low 70s for highs tomorrow. And we start off the day with fog and clouds. Some late-day clearing is possible, but a passing shower is also in the forecast from the midday hours on into the early evening hours with the cold front. For Thursday, partly to mostly sunny, breezy, chilly, highs in the 60s. Even cooler on Friday with temperatures struggling to make it out of the 50s and a mix of clouds and sun. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Now 61 in both Roslyn and at Farragut Square. It's 59 in Laurel. Look for lows in the upper 50s overnight. Still ahead on WTOP, an update to that murder case that was spotlighted by the hit podcast Serial. The uh, person who was accused of murder, Adnan Syed, recently freed from prison. We'll have an update on that case. It's 920. Sis, can you keep a secret? Of course. I had that light bulb moment everyone talks about. I found the one, Stace. <gasps> I'm going to ask her. Really? When? This Christmas. Listen, you have to go to Dominion Jewelers. They'll help you create the perfect ring made just for her. And you'll have it by the holidays. Dominion Jewelers is where you design the ring that says, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Handcrafted, custom-made jewelry. Dominion Jewelers in the heart of Falls Church. By appointment what only. If road trips didn't have roads. What if there were no interstate highways to travel on or breathtaking national parks to travel to? Luckily, we'll never have to ask what if. All thanks to federal workers like you. That's why GEHA offers health and dental benefits exclusively to federal employees and retirees, military retirees, and their families. Because everything GEHA stands for starts with you. GEHA. A 3% listing fee doesn't sound like a lot when selling a home. Until it's your money. Cap Center has a much smaller number to consider. It's the number one, as in a 1% listing fee. That works out to an average savings of over $5,000. We can charge less because Cap Center agents are not your typical commission-based realtors. Our salaried team focuses on what really matters. Our clients, like Carlos Sancho. I'm a web manager, so numbers are important to me, but so is service. My agent was stellar. He made the process a breeze. The savings that CapCenter provides was just icing on the cake. When you're buying or selling, you need all the help you can get. So why hire just a realtor when you can work with an experienced, full-service real estate and mortgage team dedicated to you? Keep the process simple and save money with a 1% listing fee. CapCenter. Believe it. Equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Real testimonials voiced by real clients. Visit CapCenter.com for rate savings and and offer limitations. NMLS ID number 67717, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. If you've been driving ordinary because you think you can't afford luxury, think again. 
The luxury vehicle you deserve is waiting for you at Select Auto Imports, a five-star dealer that's been matching D.C. area customers with like-new BMWs, Mercedes, Maseratis, and more for over 30 years. Drive your dream car with no payment for three months. And right now, all premium vehicles up to 33% off of MSRP. Select Auto Imports in Alexandria, Virginia, and at selectautoimports.com. Drive luxury for less and find out what drives you. This is WTOP News. 923. There's a development tonight related to the case of Adnan Syed, the Baltimore man whose conviction for a 1999 murder was recently overturned after questions were raised about the case by the hit podcast Serial. Maryland's attorney general is once again criticizing the proceedings that led up to Syed being freed after he spent more than 20 years in prison. And in a court filing today, Maryland AG Brian Frosch vehemently denies Baltimore City State's attorney Marilyn Mosby's accusation that his office sat on evidence in the case for seven years. In a statement tonight, Mosby says her office stands by its investigation and once again accuses Frosch of withholding evidence and then trying to save face. A senior official in D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser's administration has been fired. Brian Hum could face an ethics investigation. He was the interim director of Bowser's Office of Policy and Legislative Affairs. D.C. IST reports Hum failed to recuse himself from matters related to a large city contract that involved a health insurance company that he had accepted a job with. The firing was first reported by Washington City paper writer and veteran journalist and analyst Tom Sherwood. A plan that will shape Montgomery County's development for decades to come has been given a green light. WTOP's Kate Ryan has that. While the Montgomery County Council vote on the plan known as Thrive 2050 was unanimous, it was clear opponents were not pleased when Council President Gabe Albornoz announced the vote. Thank you all very much. We move on to the next item on the agenda, which is legislative day number 30. Dozens of residents who attended the meeting to voice their opposition are not alone. Montgomery County Executive Mark Elrich opposes passing the plan, saying more work is needed. Councilmember Sidney Katz said he initially opposed the plan but was persuaded it's a starting point. This is not a perfect plan, nor will any plan ever be perfect, especially a 30-year plan. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 925 Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Rising inflation has more consumers cutting back. Visa says spending growth slowed last quarter to 10.5% versus 12% in the second quarter. Visa also faced tough comparisons with last year when the economy was reopening. One place where we kept spending, Chipotle. The burrito chain turned in better-than-expected third-quarter sales and profits. Same-store sales were up more than 7.5%. More companies are cutting ties with the rapper Ye following his recent anti-Semitic remarks. Gap pulled all Yeezy merchandise from its stores and website. Adidas ended its Yeezy line, which reportedly accounted for nearly half of its profits. Wall Street made it three in a row as positive quarterly earnings offset investors' inflation and economic concerns. The Dow Industrials gained 337, the S&P climbed 62, the Nasdaq surged 247. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Checking Tokyo stocks early on in their trading day. They are up more than three-quarters of a percent. Still ahead here on WTOP, U.S. Senate candidates in a closely watched contest in Pennsylvania explain why they want that seat. A big debate tonight. It's 926. 
At Amentum, we're fiercely committed to making the world safer, smarter, and cleaner for all. We do this by accelerating solutions in intelligence analysis, environmental services, clean energy, health systems, C5ISR engineering, and unmanned autonomous systems. Amentum applies proven expertise in enabling technologies and people to accelerate response to the unexpected, prepare for the future, and surpass expectations. Discover more about our innovative solutions and connect with us at Amentum.com. Oh, hello. When was the last time your health plan listened to your needs? 